reminder, there's more local news online at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Matt Lane. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your evening. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. The Thursday edition. Beautiful day. I think maybe this weekend might get a little rain at some point, but boy, it's going to be a perfect night for football tomorrow night as we have our uh, first round of the TSSAA playoffs, which we'll get into a little bit here in a second. Um, looking at last night, uh, game four of the World Series uh, turned out to be a piece of history. It was five to nothing. The Astros win. They even that series. Kind of almost a must win for Houston. And now tonight, kind of shoes back on the other foot with Philly, because uh, we know we're going back to Houston. Both teams um, have won a game on the road. But last night, four pitchers combined for um, a no-hitter for the Astros. Only second no-hitter in Major League history. Don Larson threw a perfect game in 1956 um, for the Yankees. Um, but uh, um, just a clutch clutch uh, performance by Houston last night. They got some big hits, something they haven't been doing. And, you know, there's an old adage that many times rings true, and that's good pitching will beat good hitting. And the Phillies were certainly swinging the hottest bats uh, we've seen in a while uh, until they got shut down last night. But, you know, baseball series, you know, um, you get to the postseason more times than not there are lots of ebbs and flows in the game or games and um, it's uh, you know it's just a matter who's hot at the right time um, it's a matter of what pitcher it might be a pitcher that's somebody's fourth or fifth starter you still got to remember they're pros and if they're locating their pitches uh they're all hard to hit. I mean, hitting a baseball, arguably the toughest thing in sports. When it's coming at you now 100 miles an hour, used to be it was 90 somebody threw hard. Now everybody's got guys that can bust 100. Um, but anyway, the Astros uh, even it up. We've got Thursday night football. We've got college football tonight. We've got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Uh, this weekend, uh, starting tomorrow, TSSAA State Cross Country Championships will be held. Um, Rutherford County well represented. Um, Central Mag- Magnet um, typically a favored to win or certainly finish in the top two or three about every year they go to it, it seems like. And Siegel has also uh, done a lot of damage there. And we've got a lot of individuals uh, performing as well. So, uh, again, a very busy weekend. MTSU's football team, uh, they're at um, Louisiana Tech. But uh, we'll, we'll start with some high school. Um, as We've kind of gone over them throughout the week. But, you know, some interesting matchups. Middle Tennessee Christian will be at home. They're eight and two 
against two and six Tipton Rosemark. They're from West Tennessee. Uh, really a game the Cougars should win, you know, if you look at comparable scores, records, and that type of thing. Uh, MTCS should advance and move on. Uh, they are a two seed. Uh, missed out on the one seed with their loss at Friendship Christian uh, last week. Eagleville takes it on the road again. They're a three seed. Uh, I think it's six years in a row maybe they've been to the playoffs. Uh, or five out of six. Um, Eagleville six and four. Uh, number two, Dresden, is eight and two. Um, these same teams met last year. And um, it did, certainly didn't go Eagles way. Now, every every year's different. Every team's different. But looks like a similar situation for the Eagles. Uh, Hendersonville, 4-6 and six at Smyrna, 8-1. Um, Smyrna's only loss this year to Cane Ridge, uh, who's the champion of their region. Region... Uh, Four five A, Hendersonville's record kind of deceiving though. Uh, they've played a, a lot of good competition. I think every team they've lost to is in the playoffs. Um, you know, in making the playoffs, it's not as big a deal. You know, I mean, you look at uh, the region that um. <coughs> Oakland, Riverdale, and all of them are in. There's only six teams. You only play five um, region games, and a lot of these regions are smaller now. So you're going to get some teams in there that don't belong. But do not put um, <coughs> Hendersonville in that category. Should be a good game. Uh, Smyrna's uh, first-round woes at home have been well-documented. They've typically been playing the Williamson County region, which is very much like Rutherford. Um, very tough. Uh, everybody beats up on everybody. Every team in that uh, league this year had at least one loss. So that's who they've been playing. They're playing different competition now. So they kind of redid the brackets and whatnot. So... Um, We'll see if Smyrna can um, break the the losing skid. Oakland at home against Shelbyville. Uh, this should be a pretty quick game over pretty early. Suspect the, the continuous running clock will kick in pretty soon. And Oakland will go on and win that and advance to the, to the next round. Um... Riverdale at Lebanon. That's that's going to be a good one. Riverdale six and four. Lebanon eight and two. Uh, Lebanon lost to Siegel this year, so I mean you know they're certainly beatable. I think they lost to Coffee County because Coffee County won that um, division. Um, I think it's a game Riverdale can win. It's a rematch of last year. Um, Lebanon's got an outstanding quarterback, though. They're going to have to control him. Riverdale's been pretty sound on defense this year, despite losing a lot of good players from last year. Offensively, they've labored to score. They've gotten much better the last two weeks. I think they're playing at a level uh, that's going to give them confidence in them. I think they feel like they can go over there and win. I think they can go over there and win. Um, number three seed, Cookville, three and seven. Uh, at number two, Blackman. Blackman's eight and two. Their losses are to Brentwood and Oakland. I look for Blackman to roll this opponent pretty quickly. Um, they met uh, three weeks ago. Blackman won, <coughs> I think, 42-47-21. Wasn't that close. And so I look for the Blaze to, to march ahead. Then we got Stewart's Creek at um, Coffee County. Coffee County eight and two. Uh, never won a playoff game. Uh, they've been there eleven times. Uh, Stewart's Creek five and five. Be their third trip. 
Um, and if they're healthy, I mentioned this yesterday, if they're healthy, I think they've got a chance to uh, beat Coffee County. You know, if the old Javarian uh, Ote, he got knocked out of the Riverdale game. Don't know the extent of his injury. If it was, a, it was believed maybe to be a concussion type thing, maybe. So you don't know what his status is going to be. Uh, although they have a young man, a backup that had over 200 yard games when Ote missed a game earlier this year. So we shall see um, what happens there. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, this portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Classroom closures, small business lockdowns, mask mandates. Government bureaucrats failed us during COVID. They infringed on our freedoms, left school children behind, and hurt our economy. But here in Tennessee, another unelected board of bureaucrats decides if and where healthcare providers can expand services and care. Tennessee's Certificate of Need, or Con Law, gives government bureaucrats too much power over our care. Those bureaucrats and their endless red tape limit access to quality health care choices. Consider these facts. Today, only half of hospitals in Tennessee with maternity wards have a NICU. We want to make it easier for health care providers to respond to the needs of Tennessee families. Tennessee's population is growing, and it takes three to four years to build a new hospital. It's time to put patients first. Tell your legislator to fully repeal the Tennessee Con. Paid for by Center for Individual Freedom. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Uh, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt will join us later in the show. Look forward to Speaking with him, the Blue Raiders open up with Brescia on Monday at home. And uh, they've got a very challenging schedule this year, so we'll talk about that. MTSU, as I said, hits the road at Louisiana Tech. The Blue Raiders are a slight favorite now. I told you that line's been moving all over the place um, since the the spreads uh, came out. Um Louisiana Tech is um, two and six, middle four and four, uh, middle with one conference win. Louisiana Tech with two conference wins. So, um, it's these teams are pretty evenly matched, quite frankly. Um, I think yeah, middle's two and a half now. Um, so who knows? Blue Raiders have played well on the road. It's time they started stringing some wins together. They were able to do that early in the year. They won three out of their first four and then lost four straight before winning last week. So um, defensively, it's going to be key that they are able to pressure the quarterback. 
Their quarterbacks put up some pretty impressive numbers. You let him stay back there and give him all kinds of time. He's got good receivers. They're so-so running the football. And them and middle are a lot alike on offense that, you know, middle has run the ball fairly well at times. Um, but, you know, this is going to be a typical Conference USA game in that you can kind of um, expect the unexpected, as they say. Um, but I think, um, you know, middle's hit a point now if they can win this one and get one at, get one against Charlotte, then they go back on the – then they're at home again for FAU. That's uh, probably a toss-up. They go to FIU, which middle will be favored, but I think that one's kind of a toss-up because I've spoken on a couple times uh, this week that uh, FIU has really improved as the season has gone on. They've been on TV a few times. Uh, I don't think they were planning on wanting to get them on, but it was more the the opponent. But uh, they've gotten a lot better. They've got a young quarterback. They've got a very young team. 65 of their players are – or freshmen or sophomores. So Mike McIntyre is doing a good job there. Uh, and, and they've kind of started to right their ship. So winnable games on, all the way through, but certainly uh, they could lose any of them. It's, uh, that's just kind of the, the way the league's makeup is right now. I mean, the best teams have separated themselves. You know, Texas-San Antonio – in uh, North Texas, those are the two best teams. Western Kentucky and UAB uh, right there behind them. And then everybody else kind of clamoring to um, lock up, you know, a bowl bid or whatnot. Uh, you know, Rice looked very good early, and then they turn around and get beat 56-23 by Charlotte after Charlotte makes a coaching change. So... Uh, you know, there's a lot of football left. You know, um, I think a middle can rally down here the, the last portion of the schedule and make a bowl game. They can salvage a, a decent season, not a great season by any stretch. You know, it's, you, you look back not so long ago, it was kind of euphoria for middle and its fans. Middle goes on the road and really doesn't just beat Miami, who was 25th at the time. Um, you know, I like how people, though, they, they try to poo-poo that win. They say, well, they weren't, they're not ranked now. They're not a 20. Well, they were at the time. You know, if, if, you, if you beat somebody, you know, let's say middle ran two or three more off, those same people would say, well, they were 25th at the time. But when middle loses, they turn around and say, see, Miami's no good. And Miami is not uh, near what um, most people thought they would be. They thought they were in for a turnaround season this year. But, you know, but it, back to the original point, everybody was hooping and hollering, and they were pumped up, and then boom, here comes Texas-San Antonio. You know, here comes Western Kentucky. Here comes UAB. You know, it, it, it just, it was a gauntlet of teams. And, uh, but, you know, Middle rectified some stuff. Uh, had a bye week. Went to uh, UTEP last week. Went 24-13. And as we mentioned yesterday, Jalen Lane, who had the big 75-yard touchdown uh, pass, he, um, he was named to the Fred Beliknikoff uh, watch list um, yesterday. A lot of super wide receivers out there in the country this year. Okay, the big one. Two big games this week. Um, obviously, Tennessee at Georgia. Georgia an eight-point favorite. And Alabama at LSU at night. LSU is up to 10th now in the poll that matters. College football playoff poll they're 10th so Tennessee has beaten two teams in the top 10 in the poll the committee's poll keep in mind AP poll doesn't count nothing coaches poll doesn't count nothing I wonder how many 
coaches actually vote on that poll, poll or if it's their football SID that does it. I got to feel like on Sundays, football coaches got more stuff to worry about than a poll that doesn't account for anything. But this poll does matter. And it will change week to week. It will change after this week. Because we know Tennessee or Georgia's going to fall out of the top four. Um, more than likely, I mean, you know, I'm, Tennessee lost by a point. They may keep them in there, but more than likely they'll drop to fourth. Um, how many teams will the SEC get in? They could get two. They could get one. Uh, the Big Ten, probably a similar scenario. Um, but the Big Ten's really got two teams. It's Ohio State and Michigan. Take your pick. Um, Vanderbilt at home against South Carolina. Obviously, tough year for Vanderbilt. Another interesting game. I'm interested to see how Kentucky handles that loss and how Missouri handles their win at South Carolina, which they really dominated the game. Um, Kentucky gets beat 44 to six. It's been a long time since anybody's beat them that badly. Um, they've got a really good team. Uh, can they bounce back? They're only favored by like a point. Florida at Texas A&M. Another interesting game. You know, Texas A&M's just been the biggest, they're the, they're the biggest disappointment in college football. I mean, you've got, you've got all those great recruits. <clears throat> uh, they're not getting coached up right or something. Something's missing there. In um, Florida, you know, they've had their moments. Then they have their moments. Liberty is at Arkansas. Be careful, Arkansas. And Auburn at Mississippi State. We talked about this yesterday, Mississippi State. I mean, Auburn, they just fired everybody. All assistants, everybody. Grad assistants are coaching. Cadillac Williams is the interim. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen that. They get rid of an entire staff. I don't recall. Um, I'm sure it's happened, and but it doesn't get the notoriety that Auburn did. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us for the Blue Raider Inside Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The wake-up brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford. It's uh, also picking up out of here even more on 40 East, right at uh, Spence Lane. All that traffic headed out towards Donaldson. Heavy again here on 65, just trying to get up to Vietnam Vets. Some radar in parts of uh, Wilson County this afternoon. I-40 out around 840, continuing out through Smith County. Be careful as well. Ripley's Gatlinburg is your one-stop destination for family fun. Check out uh, everything they've got there at ripleys.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from 
families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue! All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Blue Raider football continues to go through their preparations for Saturday's game at Louisiana Tech, but it's been uh, it's a little bit different around Murphy Center uh, yesterday and today as all of the uh, all of the equipment has been uh, moving in and preparations being made for tonight's concert with Winona and friends that will take place at eight o'clock. Uh, players have had to go through special entrances to the building, go through metal detectors, and uh, also the the team equipment truck had to load up a day early, uh, which was yesterday, and it will leave out today. But because of all the activity in and around the loading dock, they just could not get the truck in today. So they were able to go ahead and do that uh, a day early and get everything ready to head down to Ruston. The Blue Raiders team will be leaving tomorrow afternoon at their normal time of 2 p.m. heading into Ruston, Louisiana. They'll actually be staying in Monroe, Louisiana, uh, and then bussing into Ruston on Saturday morning for the game. Uh, it is almost a pick'em uh, between Middle and Louisiana Tech. The Blue Raiders are four and four overall, while Louisiana Tech they're two and six. But take this into account: two of their losses. Uh, were to uh, Missouri and Clemson on the road, and the they've lost their last two games. Both of those were in overtime, so uh, they are not what their record shows. They're a good bit better than that and have a prolific passing offense, so that's something, obviously, that uh, – that the Blue Raiders will need to be ready for. We'll give you a game preview coming up tomorrow. All right, let's talk a little bit about basketball. Women's basketball uh, had their final preseason tune-up uh, on Tuesday night, blowing out UT Southern's Firebirds 114-43. to Middle Force UT Southern into 26 total turnovers, and the Lady Raiders scored 44 points off of those Firebird turnovers, 18 of those turnovers coming on MTSU steals. An aggressive offense commonly featuring possessions of fewer than 10 seconds was buoyed by strong shooting in outscoring UTS 36-11 to in the second quarter. Middle made two-thirds of their field goals and went on to the charity stripe 15 times and making 13 of them. Coming up next for Middle, the Lady Raiders will hit the road on Sunday for a game on Monday night down in Macon, Georgia, as they will take on the Mercer Bears, and you can hear that game right here on WGNS. Men's basketball, well, they've been ousted from Murphy Center for practice this week, as well as the Lady Raiders. The men have been practicing over in the Student Rec Center 
uh, getting ready for their game on Monday, the season opener against Brescia University. Brescia played at Murray State last night in an exhibition game, and Murray uh, beat them uh, by about 60 points uh, up at the bank in Murray, Kentucky. The uh, matchup with Middle comes Monday morning at 11 a.m. during the Education Day game where the Blue Raiders will welcome nearly 5,000 elementary school students to Murphy Center. So bring your earplugs. You'll need it for the high-pitched cheering that will be going on. Season ticket holders will be available, have seats available in sections D, E, F, N, O, and P in rows 1 through 10. Parking in Greenland Drive will be closed for buses. Season ticket holders will be granted entry into Greenland lots A and B with season parking passes that you should have already received from the B. RAA office. A shuttle from lots A and B to the Murphy Center will be available. All right, that is it for this Thursday. We'll have a game preview for you coming up tomorrow right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question, and the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back in to All Sports Talk. We're now going to be joined by Nick McDevitt. He's the head men's basketball coach at MTSU. And Coach, thanks for joining us today. I guess you and your guys are ready to get going. They are. Uh, we all are. Uh, you know, obviously uh, ready to get the regular season started again. And our guys have been uh, hard at work uh, for months now. We we had uh, all of our guys here for the summer, so they've been kind of going against each other since the the first week of June. So they're ready to to get going and play some other people in some uh, regular season games. You know, since the recent years, they've lightened the some of the rules up a little bit as far as when you can work work them out and things like that during the summertime how much more ready do you think teams are now not just yours but in college basketball when the season actually does begin i think you for sure can be more ready than in previous years uh in terms of having more in uh more of your offensive stuff in um, you know, you, you can't just be ready to run against a, a man defense. Uh, teams are going to press you. Teams are going to zone you. And so you, you've got a, the opportunity to be more ready early in the season for different types of things that teams are going to throw at you, but also uh, different game situation things. You know, sometimes you there's one second on the shot clock and you need something that uh, a play because the ball's uh, out of bounds that can uh, be a quick score. Uh, you're trying to go the length of the floor and sometimes two or three seconds or seven or eight seconds. And sometimes that means that you've got to run two different things. So I do think that you get a chance to be more ready for a variety of things that a game is going to present to you. Uh, however, I think your approach to getting ready or the approach to getting ready has been able to change a little bit as well. Meaning uh, when I played the, the first official day of practice, was really the first time your your entire team had been together and the games were a month away. And, you know, you're four weeks away from starting and you're having your first practice. And so then you were trying to do two-a-days. You know, practice is over and you're doing wind sprints and everything because uh, the coaches are trying to get you in shape in a hurry. 
and then you practice from 10 to 12 in the morning, you coming back and doing another one from 4 to 6 that afternoon. The next day you're doing it again, particularly on the weekends, you're trying to fit in weights. And because you just have a, you had such a short amount of time to get ready for those first games. And so now with, uh, you know, having access to your players, albeit uh, at a shorter amount of time, you do have access to them in the summer. Uh, they have access to the weight room. We're able to practice with them in the preseason. Uh, so it, it allows us to elongate that, that preparation period to where you're not trying to just beat them up in a short amount of time so that you're prepared for game one. And there's so many, you talk about situations, there's so many situations in a college game. It's not just here, let's go run our offense and, hey, you guard that guy. Um, I mean, you got, you know, you got plays, you know, five seconds left, you're down a point. Um, you've got to play for that. Okay, well, what if that guy, you, the, the, your go-to guy in that play um, is fouled out? There's so many little things in basketball and – the more time you have, the the better prepared I, you you got to be. No question, and and different teams play different uh, styles of basketball. So when you start looking at your your non conference schedule as well as your league schedule, uh, you kind of get the tendencies of the way your opponent likes to play. Well, you may play one team that likes to play a lot of half court zone, uh, or a lot more than than most others. And then three or four nights later, you're playing against a team that likes to full-court man-to-man press. And you've got to be ready for both. You've got to have a press offense in versus a team that likes to do that in a man-to-man situation. But you also better be pretty good in, in a half-court zone attack, offensively, that is, uh, versus a team that likes to zone a lot. So uh, to your point, there, there are so many situations that the game's going to throw at you, uh, but there's also just the, the preparation piece to get ready for how your opponent, their style of play, how they want to try to dictate the game. And so we try to do the same thing. We try to kind of get into people's, our, our, our opponent's practice by being able to do different things defensively as well. We like to press. Uh, we'll man press. We'll trap some out of it. We'll zone press. We'll trap some out of it. We'll play half-court man. We'll play some half-court zone. So uh, it forces your opponent to have to be ready uh, for a lot of different things that you're going to do defensively, never mind the stuff that the uh, that the game presents. Foul trouble, side out of bounds, baseline out of bounds, what's on the clock, what's on the shot clock. Uh, so the, the, the preparation piece in the preseason uh, and, and having more access to your guys enables you to be a little bit more prepared, particularly in those early games, than what you may have seen in years past or you know, particularly when I played in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, uh, it was that kind of October the 15th was the first day of practice, and the the games were right around the corner. So you're trying to cram all that stuff in that we just mentioned in a short amount of time, and that's why you saw coaches that were, and we got to have two practices on the weekends. We got to have two on Saturday, two on Sunday. We got to keep them here for a long time every day during the week. We got to lift weights, and we got to get these plays in. And, and now you're able to kind of sprinkle it in over the course of more weeks. Okay, my buddy Rick, want to ask you, who's your point guard? Well, uh, Cam Weston has obviously had a, a really good preseason. I thought he really grew uh, as the season went along last year um, and, and had a, a bigger role. Obviously, we had Donovan Sims and Josh Jefferson in our backcourt last year. Uh, but as the season went along, Cam Weston started to play more and more minutes and take on a bigger role. He's certainly going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, if you look at his usage rate, that is how often the ball was in his hands uh, when he was in the game last year, he was in the top 10% in the country. And then you look at his efficiency, that is, was it productive when the ball was in his hands? Were we productive? Uh, his efficiency numbers were really high as well. So. He'll have the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, Justin Porter, a junior college transfer out of Texas, it has also been really growing with our returning group. Uh, obviously, we turned a lot of guys from last year's team, and so being able to integrate yourself into that group can be somewhat of a challenge, but he, is, uh, as well as the other newcomers, have done a good job of that. So I think you'll see Weston and Porter uh, in the backcourt a lot with, uh, with the ball in their hands. You mentioned the, the – number of guys that you have back from last year 
this kind of your first year to have that luxury, isn't it? A hundred percent. It is the highest uh, percentage of returning minutes and returning scoring that we've had since we've been here. I've told several people, you know, if you look at those first couple of years, we were dressing eight scholarship players in year one, nine scholarship players at the beginning of year two. And then last year we were able to play 10 or 11 deep. Uh, we think we'll be very similar this year, being able to play 10 or 11 deep into our bench. Uh, and a lot of those guys are newcomers. If you look at our top 10 or 11 guys, I would say about eight to nine are returning players. So um, as we're introducing things into our offensive system and our defensive system, we're able to get a little bit more uh, in the weeds, if you will, as to what we're doing because last year we changed some things on both sides of the ball. Uh, we did some things different offensively and defensively that we've been doing that a lack of depth just didn't give us the opportunity to do in the past. Once we got to where we felt like we were deep enough and big enough and athletic enough, uh, we, we changed to the way we, we really want to play, and uh, now we're able to get uh, a little bit more detailed in some of those things, and I really like what I'm seeing with this group so far. We're joined today by Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's head basketball coach. We'll take a break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> that guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford. It's uh, also picking up out here even more on 40 East, right at uh, Spence Lane. All that traffic headed out towards Donaldson. Heavy again here on 65, just trying to get up to Vietnam Vets. Some radar in parts of uh, Wilson County this afternoon. I-40 out around 840, continuing out through Smith County. Be careful as well. Ripley's Gatlinburg is your one-stop destination for family fun. Check out uh, everything they've got there at ripleys.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to, you, to your roof, they'll walk you through the whole process, including the insurance. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-804-9837. That's 615 615- 804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restorations, your local trusted roofing experts. MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joining us today. Um, coach, let's talk about your schedule. I think I saw somewhere it was like ranked fifth going into the season. Yeah, yeah it'll be a tough uh, non-conference schedule for sure. Um, what you saw was uh, if you look at – uh, all of our Division One opponents in our non-conference schedule, uh, if you average out their net ranking in the final net rankings from last season, uh, it would put the, the average net at 92, uh, which with an average net of 92, it makes our non-conference schedule uh, the fifth most difficult in the country. Uh, now, obviously, some of those teams have had uh, roster changes and some have even had coaching changes. Uh, however, when you look at the history of those programs that we play, uh, historically they are near or at the top of their league. Um, you know, with whether it's Murray State or Chattanooga, Belmont, 
Northwestern, Missouri State, Winthrop, uh, Hofstra, Stephen F. Austin, Montana State are all teams that uh, historically are at the top of their, their league. Uh, teams that have been predicted this year to be in the upper half, if not, uh, again, at the top. So uh, there, there aren't games, and we've told our team this, and this goes into league play as well. There aren't teams uh, where you feel like you know, you're going to have to play way over your head and your opponent's going to have to play below uh, average in order for you to win. Uh, we can win uh, all the games on our schedule. On the flip side, you, you're not going to be able to coast on any night either. You're going to have to play well to win. And you can't just play okay and win some of these games. And that's really difficult, you know, to be able to, to play really well every night. Uh, but there, there's, uh, that, that's, that will be life in Conference USA. You know, going on the road, whether you're going to UAB or Western North Texas, obviously some of the upper echelon teams, uh, of this year's league, that will no doubt be difficult. But so too is going to FAU and UTEP and uh, the others that are that are in our league. That uh, will be a tough challenge. And but you you proved to be a tough challenge uh, for everybody else last year. You didn't lose a home game, so. Well, we hope to keep that going. That's a good, that's a good uh, you know, streak right you there. Where we've won seventeen in a row uh, here at the Glass House, and want to continue that. Next week, uh, we open up with Education Day next Monday at 11 a.m. against Brescia, a non-Division One school. Uh, hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll have a nice crowd. We should have between about 4,500 and 5,000 elementary-age uh, students from Rutherford County. Uh, so it, it'll be a fun atmosphere. Uh, hopefully, we can keep, uh, as I said, that, that home winning streak going, and then uh, we'll hit the road uh, that following Saturday to, to kick off uh, – our kind of our road schedule with uh with Winthrop. Be sure to wear your uh earplugs now if you go when you go to that game. <laughs> it is fun. You will need uh some earplugs or some, uh, a headset and uh and probably some Tylenol when the game's over. It it will definitely be uh a loud but uh, a fun atmosphere for sure. You mentioned uh some of the teams in your league. I think you guys were picked fourth. I think you know it was UAB, North Texas, Western. Um, it's kind of hard to do a to gauge anything from polls or anything like that because I think a lot of times, you know, that transfer portal has made such a big difference. You know, a guy moves here, maybe they don't. A lot of people don't, you know, know a whole lot about him. You know, and a player or two can change the whole makeup of a basketball team. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, the, uh, a player or two can really change it for you. It did for us. Uh, the, last year, I, I thought uh, a couple of key pieces that really fit well into our group between Cam Weston and Justin Buford and, and Josh Jefferson as well was kind of the, the perfect grad transfer for us. He, he provided exactly what we needed, and uh, we were able to have a really good year. And so, too, there'll probably be a surprise or two somewhere. Don't know who it'll be. Uh, but there'll be somebody that really sparks uh, the, the the team, the roster, the locker room that that uh, may be an unexpected one this year. Uh, but as you look at uh, Western's roster and UAB and what they've got coming back, plus the the accolades or the the um, you know how how good and how well some of those transfers have played at their previous schools uh, and their reputations. Uh, it's hard to imagine that they won't be towards the top of the league as well. So, um, you know, we've got our, our hands full and our work cut out for us, but our guys are up for it. We had our work cut out for us last year, um, you know, and, and we'll, we'll make sure that uh, when teams come into the Murphy Center that they, they've got to bring it in, in order to come in here and beat us. Now, is that, is that guard from UAB still there? He is. Oh, uh, man. Jelly Jordan. Like everybody calls him jealous. Jordan Walker, uh, 5'10 guard, can really fill it up. Uh, he's a highlight waiting to happen. They added a transfer, uh, Eric Gaines from Lithonia, Georgia. He actually uh, has been at LSU the last several years and was starting in the SEC. And he, too, now is a 6'2", uh, super, super athletic, uh, an elite athlete uh, that will start in the backcourt along with Walker. So uh, their one-two punch there in the backcourt is extremely talented, uh, and and you you have to be alert and aware of where those two guys are at all times 
Uh, and that's really on both sides of the ball when you talk about Eric Gaines. He is one of the, the best perimeter defenders in the country. Uh, with his length and athleticism, had a, in, in their exhibition game the other night, had a couple of highlight plays. So uh, he will be great for our league and good for UAB and, and uh, make everybody's life a lot more difficult. But uh, it, it makes you have to play well and step up your game as well when you play against teams and players like that. So uh, looking forward to you know the challenge of going down to Birmingham and also the challenge of holding court when, when they come to town. Coach, you um, you you look at your league, and like you said, it's it's night in, night out there. You and you mentioned that with your um your non conference schedule, you just can't afford a night off, can you? You can, you really can, and and we've been trying to drive that home with our practices uh, over the last several weeks, and and really several months, is that you've got to have great habits to where. No matter the day of the week, no matter when we practice or where we're, where we're practicing, uh, we've got to perform at a high level because that's the way the next several months are going to be. You know, we're going to play some games at home and some games on the road, some games that are neutral. Uh, some will be during the middle of the day and some will be in the morning, some will be at night. And so uh, you've got to, no matter uh, whether it's an 11 a.m. practice, which we'll have some early games uh during the season, particularly, uh, you know, we've got a 1.30 game when we go to Montreal, uh, but we play some of our uh, weekday games later in the evening. So whether your practice is uh, at noon around lunchtime or whether you're practicing at 6 or 7 o'clock at night, you've got to get into those habits of figuring out a way to get the most out of yourself and your teammates, uh, no matter the circumstance, because... Uh, to your point, we're not going to have a night off on any of our games, none of them. There aren't any uh, that we can just play okay and our opponent play well and win. Uh, we've got to be playing at a high level. And, uh, you know, it, it is a challenging schedule, um, but, you know, that's that's kind of what you sign up for is the, the challenge to see how good can you get as a group and how good can I get individually, you know, how good can I get as a player. And uh, if, if that's where your mindset stays all the times, so obviously, you know, I, I don't know that anybody in the country is going undefeated this year, you know, no matter what their schedule looks like. Uh, but as long as you're, you're continuing to challenge yourself every day to be the best that, that you can get, get the most out of yourself that day, I think by the time season then comes around, uh, your team is where it needs to be. And you yourself as an individual, uh, individual player you're, you're ready uh, to try to make that championship run. Alrighty, Coach. Uh, appreciate you joining us today. Look forward to having you throughout the year, and good luck to the Blue Raiders next week. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bonnie. Appreciate you having me on. That's MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. That'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you next time. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.